0: Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CEO Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. It's Thursday, October 21st, and we are going to chat with our good friend Josina Anderson, second week in a row. By the way, you can subscribe on YouTube. You can watch us on YouTube. Josina's got a killer setup with a bunch of HQ stuff in the background. Uh, Go to youtube.com slash pick6, hit that subscribe button, and also hit the little alarm, uh, little bell It's next to subscribe, and then you'll get alerts when we go live or when the new shows are uploaded. You'll be the first one to know. At least the first one. One of the first ones to know. you are on YouTube for every show, and we are live after Sunday Night Football, Monday Night Football, Thursday Night Football, and now we're going live with our pick show every Thursday at 1 p.m., so make sure and subscribe to that. We got Pete Prisco's technology working. Check it out. All right, joining us now to break down the latest from around the NFL, Josina Anderson. Josina, what's up?
1: What's up, Will B? Just you know, got the perfect radio voice going on. Everything sounds ah, like you've been doing this for more than a day, so you know, sounds like uh, <laughs> you're in the pocket. I'm, I'm very impressed. I'm very a, impressed.
0: F- a, a face, a face for a face and voice for radio is what I've
1: migrate to, whatever, whatever you're
0: doing. <laughs> yeah, I'll show up on video. I don't care. Like, I wear, I wear, I, I was thinking about it. I was like, I gotta do something that. Like after this, and I was like, What oh, I was like, oh no, I have to like I'm gonna have to go like shower and actually do my hair. So uh, but I, at least I wore a collar this time. The Deshaun Watson rumor mill. We said we said last week it might not be the last time we talk about Sean Watson. Turns out it it won't be because uh Watson the it was really interesting speculation on Wednesday, and I you know we don't want to source guess or anything like that, but the out of Houston. A lot of noise came flying out about Deshaun Watson potentially being traded as, as soon as like the next week or two weeks. And then from the various potential landing spots, Denver, Carolina, Miami, and then for whatever reason, Washington, which apparently was interested in Tua. And pretty quickly, there was a lot of pushback against that. Have you? What, what do you think... Um. What do you think the, the the noise, signal versus the noise here is in terms of uh, movement on the Watson front? What are you hearing?
1: So a few things. <clears throat> One, I did uh, reach out to a league source last night and this morning, who uh, just texted me and basically said nothing new, and that's what I just stated yeah. on you know my report with regards to um, Deshaun Watson on CBS Sports HQ that I just did about an hour ago. <clears throat> Does it mean that uh, talks have ensued or not ensued? I don't know that specifically. Um, when I know things specifically, oh, I'm, I'm always very specific. Um, so that's what I got with that. I would say I do find it curious that another source that I do talk to uh, has not uh, replied over the last uh, day or so. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do kind of find that interesting, Um but I don't really have anything to shed light on with regards to that. Um, When it comes to uh, the Washington football team, I had previously reported about two days ago trying to follow up on the Cam Newton situation. I did tweet. and I said that uh, the team uh, per my understanding was not going to follow up on that. And then this morning uh, with the talks out there with regarding um, Deshaun Watson, Um, A league source around that situation uh, did not believe that they were going in that direction either, Um, but I did not get a chance to follow up with uh, someone that I would really like to follow just to seal that off for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. But that's what I heard as of um, this morning. Now, what I would add to that, Will, is that, um, you know, having clarity on his legal situation still remains uh, paramount. Um, at this time, what I did mention two days ago was that there was no um, date set with regards to the civil desk depositions that have been put on hold while Deshaun Watson's attorney is handling another trial and that we do not have the date on the criminal case investigations as far as going a- across a grand jury. So, Will, I do believe that the best path for receiving clarity still remains potentially on the civil settlement front, though we have not received any granular details with regards to the status of that.
0: Yeah, and- there's no, I mean, there's no real end in sight per se, unless Deshaun, yeah, unless Deshaun just decides, okay, now, I mean, I sort of wonder, do you, you know, do you have any info, and, and maybe, the, maybe the answer's no, because I, I, I this is a stuff that we haven't heard about, but, you know, Watson is, you know, on the Texans, he's inactive every week, um, as we pointed out last week, the NFL probably prefers that he stay on the Texans and remain inactive. So they don't have to take, make a decision about the commissioner's exempt list or have to have him playing or in the headlines for another team. I I wonder, do you think Watson and the Texans or Watson's uh, agents and his team are working with the Texans to try and, you know, handle the legal stuff in order to expedite a trade? like, do you think, Is everybody on the same page there or is it just sort of the Texans are kind of flying blind and hoping to stir up some kind of offer before the deadline so they can free up a roster spot and and just start to move on in in a different direction?
1: No, I don't believe that there's any talks and collaborations between the watson's camp and the texans that definitely from my understanding i feel like remains you know pretty silo just with the you know the you know kind of the nature of that relationship right now so the talks that you would have are between any you know prospective team and you know the houston texans and it still remains incumbent coming upon the prospective team to meet the asking price of the texans and whether there's any creativity to try to garner um an extra first round pick you know to to meet the compensation package remains to be seen. I understand the talk of why people would look to Washington, uh, especially to make up for, you know, the uh, first rounder that the dolphins lost to get their uh, draft pick that they got. I mean, and certainly to try to recoup and maybe aggregate everything you need to get to, to the Houston Texans to make that happen. But um, one of the things I like to do, Will, as an insider, sometimes I'll just sit there and I'll look at the, I'll look at a list of all the teams. And sometimes I'll go through it with people who know the caps, who are like really good at the caps per team. And sometimes we just sit up there and we connect the dots. I mean, I've done that before. <laughs> you know, I'll sit up there and make a list. Uh, who are the teams that need a quarterback? Who are the teams that can make this happen? Let's let's look at their draft capital over the next two years and, you know, literally just try to make do it yourself. And sometimes we've been very successful being able to, you know, pinpoint it based on that and just the current information that you have. <laughs>
0: Okay, so again, you know, it's it's easy to suggest that the Deshaun Watson trade could happen, but as we point out, with all the legal stuff, it, it I mean, man, it, it is. You, I think the only way that it happens for either, uh, I know Joe Person of the Athletic, who's always tied in the, down there in Charlotte, says not happening right now on the Panthers front. Of course, it could change, and I think that's really basically what you're saying too, Josina, is that it's it's impossible for. It's impossible for even David Tepper, who loves buying low on something, just I don't think you can bring him in with everything off the field. I think the the one landing spot that you know, still lingers and is, is obviously out there is Miami, where maybe Chris Greer, like Stephen Ross, really wants uh, Deshaun Watson, and maybe Chris Greer is willing to gamble that uh, you know that he can save his job and willing to take the risk of Deshaun Watson if they do that. I, do they end up trading TuA? I think Tua has been mentioned as a as a likely trade candidate if they were to acquire Watson, but by all accounts, all, everybody in Houston says that the Texans don't want TuA back. They want first round picks. And um, you know it, it's it's one of those where if you trade for Watson and you give up all these picks and then Watson is put on the commissioner's exemplist and you trade Tua, suddenly, you know, maybe you lose a bunch of games and you're giving away really good picks. So I, I, I don't know. What do you think? Is, is Tua moving if Watson ends up coming to Miami? And, you know, are there any good landing spots for him potentially?
1: Well, either way that this uh, kind of happens, it's not going to be tidy. It definitely is not going to be tidy at all. And I think that's what really just makes it complicated. Um, you know, there's, there's going to be some things that are left wanting with the fans or wanting as far as, um, rec- you know, reconciliation of his situation legally. Um, as far as Tua, I definitely think that the pressure is up and increased on the brass and the leadership of the Dolphins. Um, I do agree that um, potentially the general manager and even the head coach could actually theoretically buy themselves time with the acquisition of Deshaun Watson because you have this shiny object to wave over in the in the corner saying, yeah, 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 it's not good, but wait till this comes and we're really, and this is why we're not doing Doing anything right we don't now. even want to play him,
0: but just look right. over here.
1: Just look over here. So just let, but then the question becomes if even the owner allows them to be the one that carries that Watson way, you know, just in terms of how the situation is handled. I do, I would say that, um, uh, and I don't necessarily feel bad because I, I feel like all of us have to deal with adversity and that's just how it comes. Nothing is perfect for any of us in our, cre- in our respective work fields. But it's just, I, I do feel like Tua deserves more time. <laughs> To you know, really kind of figure it out. I mean, he had to go right in there and kind of, you know, uh, well, you know, Flores made the gamble to bring him in a little sooner when Fitzpatrick was playing, and then things kind of worked out. And then it's you know been injuries and things like that. Either way, the sample size will is not very large, yep. and it's it, it's it's kind of. But you know, he happens to have this going on at a time when Cam is on the market. You know, uh, Watson is you know uh, available. So it's just it's just hard. And I do think that he um, – I do think that it probably would make that, – that not probably – it would make sense that if they acquire a quarterback to not keep Tua. I just think it's too much tension with regards to people who are like in the Tua Beehive in Miami and then having this situation and then potentially Deshaun not playing. It's just going to create too much consternation. I think you have to just be on one side of the fence
0: or the other. Yeah, just cut bait if you're going to do it. And really the worst thing for Tua and, and the Dolphins – is Justin Herbert. <laughs> he, he was right there. You could have drafted him and he's amazing. Uh, and two, has yeah. just been man, so far for the dolphins, but I thought he played pretty well against the Jaguars. Obviously that's not, you know, I mean, low bar to clear. He had that one throw to the outside where he just, he just didn't everything have the is, to go there.
1: Yeah. Everything is narrative. Will, because if they win that game, it feels a little different, but because yep. you end up having that you have that game but it's that result against that team it just spins it differently but that's why will you have to be like open minded when it comes to you know i was i tweeted about this the other night when i was thinking about quarterbacks and or players that are dealing still with stigma whether it be with geno smith or odell or cam or whatever it is and 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 how as an owner and as a talent evaluator in the nfl you have to really be able to have the mindset to not get caught up in what people say or have said and what's really fair and real and objective
0: Mm -hmm. yep for sure um so, lots to again, lots to unfold on Deshaun Watson. Still plenty of time until the trade deadline. As, as we pointed out last week, Andrew Brandt likes to say it. deadline spur actions, and it's true mm-hmm. in the sports world, in the business world, in the legal world, and uh, all of those factors uh, are coming into play with Deshaun Watson. So, it's mm-hmm. sort of a, a stay tuned and see what else is going to happen. There are plenty of other names who are on the trade deadline, including uh, one of my longtime favorite players, former UCF star, and, uh, and now a, a secondary piece in the backfield for the Indianapolis Colts Marlon Mack uh, after they drafted Jonathan Taylor, they Mack had sat out a game, I think it was a healthy scratch because they were he had asked for a trade and they were interested in trading him. but now they're actually kind of using him and incorporating him to the offense and it just it, it's one of those things where it feels like if you're if you're the Colts and you're Frank Reich, you like Marlon Mack you're glad to get his production but you're also sort of showcasing him a little bit to try and and, and generate some interest do you hear anything about uh where Matt could go or uh, or if teams are indeed intrigued by the idea of trading for a veteran running back
1: yeah you're right Will. you got to show him just enough <laughs> to remind people I'm that he hurt. has right <laughs> that he has gotten over his injury from last year but definitely not to the point where you ruin your asset so uh, this morning, I was you know, uh, talking to some sources, trying to figure out what was going on with potential trade pieces, and I reported this morning that the Chiefs, uh, the 49ers, Saints, and Panthers are among teams that have been involved in preliminary conversations, though since I tweeted that, um, uh, a Panthers League source did uh, reach out to me and wanted to point in their point that it was the Colts uh, who reached out and not them, but either way, the conversation is 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 taking place. All of those teams at least, you know, make sense from the standpoint of looking at their, uh, running back depth, obviously, you know, Christian McCaffrey has not been, you know, durable. You look at, um, you know, you look at the Saints with Kamara and then, you know, Jones being, uh, uh injured and washington stepping up there and then the two rookies with the 49ers and and the chiefs and what have you and so those are teams that uh certainly make sense to look and he's a piece that has been productive before and is just kind of sitting there with respect to not giving uh, his all just because you have jonathan taylor and hines you know in front of him so i believe that that piece um you know, make sense, you know, for one of those teams. And also what makes sense, and I actually forgot to mention this in my report just an hour ago, is that any team that would get uh, Mac would just be acquiring um, his million dollar base salary, which is guaranteed, but at a pro rated uh, rate based on where we are in the season.
0: Oh, so that's a really cheap addition for a team that.
1: That And that's a very important part that yeah. I, that I forgot to mention that as I just thought about, it. I was like, Oh, I forgot to say that, but yeah, no, 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 I mean, it that, doesn't I mean, that... cost much. So easy pickings you know what
0: i mean yeah and you would almost think that i mean i mean chris Ballard's really good at this it's entirely possible that he you know thought about the way that they wanted to structure that contract um you know knowing that when they brought mac back that uh you know when they engineered return of the mac if you will that they may eventually want to uh to deal him down the down the road uh as far as other uh, any other buzz on uh Mm -hmm. buyers or sellers at at the market just in in general clearly the jets texans and jaguars three worst teams in football you know and and not teams that um you know the jets is like so the seahawks and uh and like the eagle or the seahawks seahawks and the why am i blanking on the and the dolphins who are teams that have not been playing very well but also have High first round picks currently that they're giving away don't feel like teams that want to sell because they still want to try and improve. So they don't end up giving away a top 10 pick and get and get blasted for it. Um, but teams like the Jets, Texans and Jaguars, you know, they are trying to acquire assets and they're not winning this year. Uh, do you see them selling? Off, are there any pieces we could see sold off from there from those from those bottom tier teams potentially? Oh, or, or, yeah. or will those teams be active in the market, I guess?
1: So one thing I really quickly before I answer that, I wanted to say about uh, Marlon Mack was that, um, Two things I believe that the Colts could be hanging on, to him, just because you never know, just as Chris Rock says, in case-ish happens, you know, <laughs> one of those guys goes down that you have, and now all of a sudden you need Marlon Mack. So I think that's one thing. And then, two, they could also be waiting to see, you know, just best-case scenario in terms of compensation package because certainly from an economic standpoint, he's not a hard asset to move. So that was one thing I wanted to say. Now, with regards to uh, teams that I think at least I would be looking at, um you know it would be the Broncos Kyle Fuller you just they have a surplus of uh cornerbacks A team that uh needs help in the secondary could be looking to pluck him mm-hmm. um I think that you have Nick Foles who is just you know sitting there at quarterback that's available for any team And you know, oh, by the way he has a Super Bowl ring didn't work for him in Jacksonville hasn't been uh, super great in Chicago but nonetheless he does have that experience and I do believe that with Nick Foles it's really about um everything kind of coalescing with him from a a environment standpoint in the coaching staff and, and the energy that he gets from his teammates and he can always rise to the occasion because he's done it before. Um, And then maybe Clellan, you know, with the Raiders is a, you know, a a pick that they got, I believe it was a fourth overall pick um, and hasn't necessarily materialized uh, for Oakland, but is maybe some, uh, a player that, you know someone could feel like oh maybe we could do better with him so when I kind of just look up and down the rosters that might be something that somebody gets enticed with particularly if the need arises with attrition with any of these games that um materialize and then I also just think you know even though it might sound weird and if that that was like a dark horse craziness you know you never know just depending on maybe how this game goes and the next game goes for the Denver Broncos. I'm not saying this mm. is going to happen, but I could see why a team may just continue to try to call on Von Miller. You know, if you're just, if you want to go crazy, <laughs>
0: mm, I'm not saying, it's gonna,
1: I'm not saying, it, you know, I have any specific information that that's happening, but let's, you know, he has three and a half sacks entering this game tonight against the, Uh, browns and broncos we'll see if they you know uh,
0: and suddenly the broncos are reeling like three and four and
1: that's what i'm saying that's the only reason why i'm saying if if they if that happens and then what we have 12 days so that means that there would still be another game that would happen for the broncos so if you suddenly drop two and then you have this you know contract here you know maybe that might be something to look at
0: yep uh and if he was – yeah, so last year of Von Miller's contract, unrestricted free agent in the offseason, would make a ton of sense as a guy who could boost – bolster a playoff team with their pass rush help, Broncos get back some kind of compensation, you know, you get a little salary cap relief, I guess. No, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. If, I'm if, just uh,
1: saying, but I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying well, but I'm just saying. Yeah, just okay.
0: saying. <laughs> and, 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 and the other thing, know, we've seen where <laughs> – um, cause we saw it with, uh, with Zach Ertz when he was traded last week. Now they wanted to let him play on a Thursday, uh, but, and that deal was clearly in place. They wanted to give him that farewell tour in Philadelphia, but you know, w- with that extra 10 days, if you play on Thursday and you lose, maybe, maybe you spend the weekend sort of recalibrating where you're at and you've got more time to call people, uh, before those Sunday games. All right, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, will we see a return of Superman next? Visit RobertHalf.com today. Cam Newton, maybe my favorite, one of my one of my five or ten favorite personal players in NFL history, just because of my you know, Grip Panthers fan. First draft ever with CBS. They're at Radio City, getting to see Cam as the number one overall pick. Love Cam. But Cam has not been Cam lately. And obviously he you know had some he was beaten out by Mac Jones. Um, people, so people will tell you that the vaccination status didn't matter, but I don't believe that. And I don't think cam believes that. Cause he actually told people on YouTube, you watch us on YouTube, by the way, youtube.com slash pick six, Hit subscribe If you're watching Hit the little uh, bell button too. And, uh, cam said that he has gotten vaccinated and he's ready. He's looking to come back. Uh, do you think cam could find a home, uh, Josina in the NFL on the second half of the season?
1: Yes. I think anything is possible. Um, especially as the need arises with attrition and teams get more desperate that go towards the playoffs. Um, So far, as I've, you know, kind of talked to teams, you know, I have heard with Seattle that that's not um, an avenue that they were pursuing as of right now. Obviously Gino needs to stay healthy as Russell Wilson is still on IR when it comes to the Washington football team, a connection that makes sense because of his former head coach and Ron Rivera. I've been told that they, um, You know, my understanding is that they are sticking with their current personnel um, and also potentially waiting for the return of Ryan Fitzpatrick to get back off of that hip. And, you know, Heineke really needs to show some things in these last two games to try to uh, have a little bit more say uh, with regards to his play on the field. So um, as of right now, I have not been able to uh, find the team telling me that they're definitively looking at Cam. However, however, Will. However, <laughs> I do think however. it is. However, however <laughs> I do think that it is interesting what you have going on in Cleveland with respect to um, Baker Mayfield's situation um, and him having the torn labrum in the non-throwing shoulder. It is my information that he's dealing with something even beyond the tear, um, and he has received uh, the medical. Um, you know, advice to take care of this shoulder. Um, but as I just reported on uh, CBS Sports HQ a couple hours ago, Baker Mayfield has several reasons to want to stay on the field when it comes to his contract. He did have his fifth-year option exercised in April. He is guaranteed uh, his $18 million next season um, as a part of that, you know, fifth-year compensation, but has not consummated any extension talks And oh, by the way, neither has Lamar Jackson drafted in the same class. But it's not unprecedented to have those conversations, you know, wrapped up. You've had examples like Patrick Mahomes, Eric Fisher, both examples from the Chiefs, who did get it done in the summer entering their fourth years. Uh, Baker still has that remaining. So if you do not play, you're not on the field. um, It certainly is not helping your case towards earning the extension. Um, While I did have conversations even on my own show about Uh, everything that Baker Mayfield has done for the organization of Cleveland. When you think about what their record was before he started playing, that's, he definitely deserves kudos for that. It's a separate conversation, whether you think he is the transition quarterback for the organization or is he the, you know, this should he be the quarterback moving forward when it comes to being the guy who's going to get them over the hump based on what they did last season going to the divisional uh, playoffs. So um, he has some reasons to want to make sure he secures, will his long money, not just his compensation for 2022. Um, so now if for some reason that uh, shoulder continues to bother him and it becomes to the point where he's really risking his own future, I would say that Andrew Barry has a very interesting decision to make with regards mm-hmm. to that quarterback situation. Because let's just say, let's just paint, let's just play this out. Let's just say, and for everything I know, Odell Beckham Jr. is still a game-time decision. That's the last thing I was told this morning. Um, Let's just say jarvis and odell play you got judger uh, Jar-
0: jarvis is off of ir as of yes. uh, this yes. morning, but i don't know that that necessarily guarantees he
1: plays. thank you exactly so yes he has been moved to the active roster last i was told he is a game time decision although there is a source you know telling me that he is going to play um but you know i have another source saying he's a game time decision um i'm gonna wait till i get you know the definitive text when they actually get to the, um, stadium, but I am expecting Jarvis to play. I am still waiting to, uh, ensure, uh, what, what way Odell is going, but, but the point that I'm trying to make is, is that if both of them are on the field together, you got wills, wills back. Going up against Von Miller, hopefully he doesn't get eaten, Will. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's right. But, no, Vance is going to kill whoever he played. I don't, yeah, I don't so, know who I'm playing at tackle. I'm going to kill them. <laughs>
1: yeah, so hopefully Jedrick Wills actually makes it alive out of the game. So that'll yeah. be an interesting point to report on. Um, but if for some reason, can you imagine, you know, either one, the, it goes terribly bad because it's Case Keenum, you know, then what does uh, Barry do with respect to knowing what the real status is of Baker Mayfield? Um, and that would be a consideration. And then particularly also if they win and, you know, that Baker Mayfield, you know, situation is troublesome. You know, what do you do? What's best if for Case the If Case
0: lights it up and, o- and OBJ catches like three touchdowns, There is going to be pandemonium on Cleveland (laughs) Sports Talk Radio tomorrow morning.
1: Uh, Oh, I definitely was saying that. uh, Yeah, I know know you are. I'm saying but like people are going to be like, well, why would we pay Baker? We got Case Keenum started the rest of the
0: year. It'll be a weird awkward situation.
1: But when you do look at Case Keenum's last start in December of 2019, I believe he was a member of the Washington football team and they played at – they played at Dallas. Uh, he had a forty-eight percent completion percentage. It wasn't the greatest output by Case. So, Case uh, still, to <laughs> me, needs to show that he can handle the pressure. He tends to wear down in the games, and it, it can kind of look not the greatest. So, he has to really step up and show that Barry's made the right decision in keeping him as the backup quarterback. When will there have been other options at quarterback over the years mm. to do, you know, to make a, you know, more of a, a depth upgrade there? And yeah, he's, and, and he's the stuck with thing about Baker,
0: I was going to say, the interesting thing about Baker too, Justina, is that like with respect to the contract coming into this year, anyway, like like regardless of we knew he needed to play well, and Cleveland needed to make a playoff run for him to get that, you know, to to have that discussion about forty million dollars. Cleveland, you know, goes deep in the playoffs, or you know, and they're three and three right now, so we you know can pump the brakes a little bit on on the deep playoff run for a second, but three tough losses. If they were to have end up having a great season it was going to be easy to pay Baker that money. But the problem with Baker being hurt is that there was no pathway to him having a large volume season in a Kevin Stefanski offense. They just don't do Kevin Stefanski just doesn't give his quarterbacks a huge passing volume because of how he likes to operate with the run game. So if Baker misses multiple games with a shoulder injury, statistically, it's a hard sell especially if case Keenan plays well to get him to that $40 million mark or whatever he wants to be. And it might end up uh, where you push the decision another year into the future. And you try to roll, uh, try to see what Baker does in his fifth year option. That, that, that to me is a really fascinating storyline to watch. And we saw Baker, it looked like – I thought he was going to be done for the year when he landed on his shoulder last week. And just, you know, J.J. Watt immediately is calling trainers over. It looks like a really bad injury. And, and he's probable to return when he, when he goes out of the game and he ends up coming back in. Tough dude, but uh, in a weird spot from that contract perspective. And-
1: And well, I just again want to emphasize, you know, per my information, it is not just the terror. He's dealing with something else that really should make it a consideration for him to really take care of it. I think it's with the fact that it's the non-throwing shoulder, just gives him that like, but it's not my throwing shoulder. So whatever. It's just, you know, it's just there. I don't need it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's like, oh, it's just my other shoulder. It's just my other shoulder. Yeah. Like, so like I've got this. I I sustained a foot injury on. Uh, like the right side of my foot, like mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago, and so naturally, you know, I'm over. Like I've been walking on the left side of my right foot, uh, you know, and walking like an idiot, and now the left side of my right foot hurts. So like I just have okay. a busted foot. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Like Baker is playing the game. You know, it can be his non-throwing shoulder, all you want. It still affects how you how you operate physical, physically. Especially
1: that, you know, V lands yeah. on it. And, you know, and, and, and per what I was told again, is something else. That I, sometimes I remember things that I hear and then I'm like, Oh, I forgot to say this too, that somebody sure. told me um, amongst us. <laughs> I know. Right. But yeah. someone told me that, you know, that he and, and uh, Nick Chubb had to be like forced not to play this game. <laughs> you know, that they really would have played this game and both had to be told, you know, sit the, you know, what down, it just, <laughs> it's not, it's not happening. And we're, we're just going to have to go without you, but you're really right. Will, like, even though he's Baker's not playing in this game, so many interesting things to watch, you know, between mm-hmm. Jedrick and Vaughn and OBJ, if he even plays and what happens with him in case is in a Nick Foles, you know, and Alshon Jeffrey situation. Oh, you know? Lord of
0: so- mercy. Well, the, the, you know, the, um, we saw with, <laughs> With uh, we've seen with Odell Beckham, the stat there's just like weird stat that's out there where it shows that the offense is worse with Odell Beckham on the field. We talked about this last week. It's probably more fluky than anything else, but that's what I'm saying. If if Case Keenum is the one who can like kickstart Odell's season, and it, it, again, if he plays, um, that there will be chatter about that and and what what the Browns will do at quarterback in 2022. Uh, really quickly before we get out of here, um, mm-hmm. are there any other quarterback situations for next year? That I mean, there's probably a lot of them, but that warrant monitoring that you've got sort of red flags about or, or your eyebrows raised on them. Panthers maybe with Sam Darnold, uh, the Steelers with Big Ben certainly. Um, anybody, any anybody in particular that that you sort of you sort of think is is kind of on your radar out there?
1: Well, um, definitely the last one that you mentioned with um, Ben Um I think that the Steelers would be wise to kind of be. Uh, patriot like in that sense i think they're already past patriot like in that sense in terms of making sure that you do it ahead of time and not at the time and beyond the time right so i would definitely say that um you know sam darnold has to you know stay on track with um you know what's going on there but At the same time, because they did, um, you know, move on from Teddy Bridgewater, he may have an additional lease just because you don't want to look too herky-jerky. Then that, I feel like, swings the pendulum back on the decision-makers, like, yo, what are you doing as far as, you know, making sure that, you know, a quarterback has enough time to actually lay his roots. Uh, To be honest, well, I would have to think about that a little bit more just to kind of, you know, give you an even more in-depth answer with that. But I did want to really quickly just circle back to something that you said with regards to um, the connection with Odell Beckham Jr. And Baker Mayfield, I want to just kind of clarify this for your listeners who, um, you know, are just kind of listening to this part of the conversation. I would just say from, you know, everything that I understand, you know, behind the scenes, one of the bigger frustrations has been um, the ball not getting when baker is playing at times not going to Odell Beckham jr when the play is designed for him and he's the primary option read that's like a that's like a a, a thing behind the scenes okay <laughs> and so um you know uh that's a thing behind the scenes so that's something that needs to you know be cleared up i uh, my understanding is that, it happened again in the last game, not necessarily from Baker, but from, you know, another player where it was supposed to go to OBJ and had it gone to OBJ on this one particular play. And I know exactly what play it was. He would have had over a hundred receiving yards because it would have, it should have been a 70 yard touchdown for OBJ. Mm. So, it, it's it's not so much sometimes what you see when you're watching the game it's what people know what the call was <laughs> and what going it's going back and
0: looking at what should have happened versus what
1: should have happened that that is a trust me when i say that is a that's a deal that's a source a deal. of
0: it is, is a situation a situation worth monitoring it's something mm-hmm. something potentially percolating out there uh mm-hmm. all right we uh i've got a i just i've got to go i don't usually say this but i have to go do my hair oh. uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> uh, me too me too
0: situation and I, it's a whole it's a whole thing okay for, uh, all right for, uh, does I, it I involve
1: some early, loose early, early time is it, yeah, is little, is it gonna be product? spiky like sean mcveigh you gonna do any something like that
0: no i just do the swoop i'm just full oh the swoop, swoop. okay the swoop. yeah i can't uh i can't get the full spike although okay. Who knows? Maybe maybe, You're maybe not twinkling
1: anything in the holes, are
0: you? yeah I just looking back in my 50s. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, all right, Jocena Anderson, follow her at Jocena Anderson on Twitter, watch on CBS Sports HQ. Thanks again for doing this. It's always a blast. We'll, yes. be, uh, we'll, we'll do it again next week.
1: All right, you too, Will. Namaste. <laughs>